Hello, and welcome to another episode of On The Fly, and today's guest is Gene Ginsberg of GeneGinsberg.com and Ginball, a digital marketing agency in Denver, Colorado. Eric and Gene first met at the Fast 50 Award Banquet, where we were both listed on the Fast 50 list. Eric was also featured on Gene's podcast, Listen, with Gene Ginsberg. So we wanted to have Gene on to discuss content marketing and social distribution, which is a topic of thought leadership for Gene as a digital marketing agency owner herself. So without further ado, here is Eric and Gene. Hi, and welcome to another edition of On The Fly. I'm your host, Eric, and with me today, I have a very special agency friend and guest, Gene Ginsberg. Gene? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited. We met because... Both of both of our companies were on the Fast 50 list of the yeah. Denver Business Journal, yeah, and then we, you, you came to my podcast. We shared a very prestigious award together, yes, which yeah. uh, 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 my agency and your company are very small in the spectrum of that, right? The, I some, believe it's called the extra small. Or something yeah, like that. it's always nice to be it's always nice to be categorized as extra small, <laughs> yes, don't you think? Um, with that, it's kind of cool that extra small companies can have a big impact. Um, I agree. So I think you and I we share a lot of things in common. I think one of those things is our our, our, our services are centered around the digital world. Today yeah. we have, uh, we want to talk about uh, uh, really the topic of, I think, repurposing content and how to get like double word score from some of the things you're doing and stuff Absolutely, out there. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so when when you and I got to know each other, I, I uh, of course looked you up and, and, and did a little due diligence on you. And when I, I look into your bio, I, you know, I, I get caught on, on, on so many accolades that you've received. <laughs> oh, I your, I'm going to rattle off a few here and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. So you've won several awards for growth, certainly at Gene Gainsbourg. Mm-hmm. You've also um, uh, won several, uh, uh, you're well-published, best-selling author. You write, I think, written for Inc. You've written for Forbes. You've written for the HuffPost. Mm-hmm. Um, you've won several uh, female uh, business person type awards as yeah. well. So you've been very, very recognized for your work. What What is it that your central service is uh, as, a, as a consultant and agent? Yeah, absolutely. So we do something similar to what you guys do. We're a digital marketing agency and consultancy. So we help entrepreneurs find customers using digital and social strategies because we find that not everybody's hanging out on their phone these days. So we're trying to intercept them there and, sure. and bring value and, um, and engage, have our clients engage with their uh, audiences on social media. We also have a new part of our company, which probably was about a year old or so, maybe six months, is that we've taken all the learnings uh, from our agency and then put them into trainings, courses, digital courses. Oh, that, okay. So educo- edu- yes, educational yeah. stuff. So we have an educational part of the company that, again, only about six months to a year. So yeah, and that's been great because now um, we can help entrepreneurs who are maybe up and coming, smaller, who can take these courses and kind of have a DIY approach. They, they learn yeah. how to do digital on their own. and But then, you know, and, and, and implement all those strategies without having to, let's say, you know, pay an agency if they're sure. at that point, maybe they don't have a budget for an agency. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and what I heard is that like you help 
companies get their message in front of the audience where the audience is today. And you can either help them by helping them do it or you can help them by learning how to do it themselves. Absolutely, yeah. So there's a few few methods on how how we work with our clients. Awesome, so let's let's talk content. Uh, Content is widely interpreted, widely used. There's all sorts of forms of content. This is what we're doing right now is a video podcast. I know you guys do a lot of those um, at your agency. Um, Talk to me about uh, uh, the, the, the concept of content and repurposing it and how we can work on that. Right. So uh, as I mentioned before, everybody's hanging out on their, on their phones, uh, they're, they're on social media. So how do brands then engage with their audiences on social media, right? So it's putting content out there. And one of the challenges that I hear all the time from brands, from clients is, hey, I have a business to run. I don't have time to create sure. content, you know? No time. Big yeah. objection. No time. <laughs> all the, like, I hear this day in and day out. So the things that we came up with and, um, you know, there's other people in the industry. This is you know, definitely not like revolutionary, but something that I think is very important to think about and to uh, implement in your business is that you can create content. You can create one piece of content and then repurpose it in many different ways. Oh. And I always say, hey, you can create one video and you can have content for the rest of the month. So we're doing this video now, right? So this video will be a video. You can then mm-hmm. cut it into shorter videos so mm-hmm. you can talk, so you can have maybe a five minute segment of this video. So that's multiple. Or, or even like a 10 or 15 second yeah. clip where you say absolutely. something super powerful and you want to regurgitate that and use it in a different application. Yeah, absolutely. So you can, let's say for example, for Instagram stories, you can make a 15 second clip out of what we're doing now mm-hmm. and that's an Instagram story. So cut that, cut a 15 minute video into 15 seconds. You have like thousands or I don't know, hundreds. Lots. Lots. I can't do the math right now. We're we're, we're not... we don't know math agencies. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't. I don't know much about math. I need to always use my calculator. So yeah, I, I think the point you're bringing up there is if you don't have time, you can talk about something you're passionate about, right? right? Something you know about, something you're expert about, in whatever format you're comfortable with. But then you can repurpose that multiple times, multiple different formats, yeah. and, and and really get a lot more. Like you're getting like double, triple, quadruple word score out of that. Yes, content, absolutely. Right? So yeah, so in this example, the video we have here, cut up the video then you can strip out the audio from the video and make it into a podcast episode, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure is what you're going to do. We will do that for Um, sure. You can transcribe the audio and then make a blog post or several blog posts out of it. So you transcribe the audio, get like, you know, basically all the words that you're saying and then clean it up and make it into a blog Mm -hmm. post. You can take quotes out of your audio and then make them into quote images um, so yeah, there's many different things. Very that you good. Can... <laughs> you can make some visual elements yes. out of that. You can make some audio elements yeah. out of that. You can make written words out of that. Video, you... yeah, absolutely. An- another objection that I hear is people don't have time and they also don't like to write or they're not comfortable writing right. or they're not comfortable on camera. Right. I may be comfortable on camera but can't stand writing. You may be comfortable writing but can't stand the camera. So how, how do you how do you deal with that? Like it sounds like if you're comfortable if you're not comfortable writing, get your words out on video absolutely. and then be able to transcribe it. It's a great way to come up with content right yeah that's I mean I'm not really a great writer and I'm blog posts have always been a pain in the butt for me so instead of like sitting in front of a computer trying to figure out what I'm trying to write I just create a video and then I get a transcribe and then my team puts together a blog mm-hmm. at least one blog maybe several blogs they cut out and make it into several blogs out of just one video so now you have tens, maybe probably dozens of pieces of content out there that you can then post to social media. And what I always say is um, two things. One is create a content calendar so you can schedule everything out Mm. in advance. That way you're staying organized. Do your planning. Yeah, absolutely. That way you're not like, oh my God, I forgot to post my, you know, my video today or Mm -hmm. my... 
Um, and then two is use a scheduling platform like Hootsuite or Buffer mm -hmm. or something like that. And you can schedule it out so that way I have everything scheduled out for the week for my social media this week, for example. That way I don't have to be like, oh, I forgot to, you know. Big so, efficiency there, too, for those absolutely. that don't have time to be yeah. efficient. Use a platform out that first you get some intelligence there. Yeah. You get some efficiency tools within the scheduling. And you certainly have the ability then to maybe post at times where you just didn't, don't, in the heat of your day, right. really have availability. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, you're, you know, you can't always be posting. <laughs> you can always be closing, but you can't always be posting, yeah, for example. Well said, well said. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, schedule that out and you know, you know, it's gonna go tomorrow at 10 a.m. on your LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And you can use it of course across social different social media channels, right? So you can take one video, put it on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Sure. Right. So now you're also getting multi-channel. Yeah, multi-channel horizontally, right? Yeah. So very many good. different ways on how you can repurpose content. And you can do all this in a couple of hours. If you sit down, create your video, you know, do all the steps, blog. Um, create some images. I use Canva, right? Canva Canva's is a fantastic tool. Yes. We use it all the time. We don't. You it's don't free. Need to, yep. It's easy. <laughs> yes. It's intuitive. You don't need to be a designer. Like I'm terrible at that, you know. So I have um, either me or my team would create the Canva images, the social um, social media yeah, images. Yeah. No excuses, yeah. right? Okay. Absolutely. So you showed a lot of ways to save some time there. Some we, we've discussed some different formats of content. Um, I think like sort of the social media uh, concept. Social media, it's it's sort of like email marketing. It's one of those things that's so widely interpreted, so misinterpreted. There's so much misinformation out there and stuff. There's a lot of businesses that just believe, oh, social's not right for me because I'm a B2B business or right. Facebook's not right for me or Instagram's not right for me. What advice would you give uh, uh, the audience regardless of B2B, B2C, B2E, what size they are, right? Like what their service or product is, like what, what do they need to know about social media? Like what would your advice to them be globally there? Yeah, and that's actually an interesting point. I hear that all the time. It's like, um, you know, a business owner would be like, oh, I'm not on Facebook. It's like, well, just because you're not on Facebook doesn't mean that your audiences are not on Facebook, like the, well the, the people that you're trying to reach. So in terms of social media, I, I would say it's, it's going to require some testing, right? I mean, you can kind of get an idea theoretically of where your audience are hanging out based on what your business model is. So mm -hmm. if you're B2B, they're probably most likely on LinkedIn. You know, sure. if you're more trying to reach entrepreneurs, they're probably more likely to be on Facebook or Instagram, right? So those are kind of just very general and broad terms. But then the main thing is you're going to start testing and you're going to see where you're going to get the most engagement. So mm -hmm. putting, putting content on LinkedIn, are, are people engaging with you? Is this the right message for them? Or are, or are they engaging with you more on Facebook, for example? So it's going to require a little bit of testing. And, and then after some testing, you're going to see what what's working and what's not. Absolutely. So to the testing point, you're you're now coming up with these pieces of content. So I, I, I think you're recommending that you would use different formats for that content and different platforms. So you've right. got some 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 cross-functional testing to do there and stuff. Right. Now, one of the things I, I know is a challenge with social media is like, it's very difficult with a lot of the algorithms and stuff like that to truly even reach your known audience, much less your unknown audience. Do you have any tips or strategies for like targeting and reach and like how do I, uh, I I know that business owners for instance are on Facebook but none of my 245 friends are business owners so how do I reach them do you do you suggest promoted content do you suggest advertising like how do you supplement that social media so it's not just posting to you know uh, 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 get a bunch of crickets in return right and that's a good point it is it is based on the algorithm and 
for example, the LinkedIn algorithm now, you're you're getting into the feed much more often. And again, I don't know exactly the background of it, but for Facebook, it is a little bit more challenging now to get into the feed. So yes, for place for instances like that, then my recommendation would be things like boosting posts, mm. um, finding your audiences, and t- doing detailed targeting, and then running some ads. So that way. Uh, you're still, you know, you're getting engagement. You might have to pay a little bit for it, but you're at least getting some sort of engagement versus just crickets, which is a yeah. good point. And it's also good for testing, right? right. Because to, to me, like the idea of like being able to boost a post or something, you put a piece of content out you're proud of, proud of, and you think it's going to reach the right audience and it's got a great message in it. To me, there's not a lot of harm done in throwing a $20, $50 bill at it and, right. and, and trying to dial down the people you want to see that content, right? Right. Um, is, is that something that you recommend within your yeah. testing is to, to do some little micro doses of spending and stuff and try different things and, and of yes. course see what works and build on it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I would recommend, especially for a platform like Facebook, where yes, you do have to uh, somewhat often pay for a, for promoting is promoting your, your videos. So if you promote videos uh, as an objective of video views, then you get people who are watching your videos, if they're engaging mm-hmm. with your videos, one thing you can do is then you re- can retarget those individuals who have watched your video. Mm-hmm. And then they're basically what we call a warm audience, right? An sure. audience who is already engaged with your brand. And then it's then it's much easier than to continue on engaging with Just them. Stay in touch with them. Absolutely. It's that frequency. Get, work some of your nurturing sequences. Yes. Continue the education and things like that. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. So then you can get some, some extra value out of that maybe original $20 you exactly. spent by staying in touch with them beyond that that way it's not all or nothing they have to like read this blog article or watch this podcast and click on a button and fill out a form and now they're a lead you get to reach them without making them fill things out for you absolutely yeah and and that's really the way we uh, a lot of times schedule or create our campaigns i would say is that we start off with videos we just run it on facebook as video view campaigns and then retarget those audiences basically you know it's kind of you think of it as a funnel right the video views is the top of the funnel. You know, they're, if they mm-hmm. like you, they enga- they're going to engage with your video. And then as you go down into the funnel, you're going to then retarget those audiences for the next step. Might be looking at a blog or sure. maybe filling out a lead. and then, and then Some sort of down. resource. Yep. Uh, it could be some sort of comparison guide or educational piece yeah. of template that they can put to use. You know, something like absolutely. maybe a creative brief or something like that. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, so it's a little bit more... I think um, you have to kind of get a little bit more creative these days, and it's not just like, oh, I'm gonna put an ad out there and I'm gonna send them to, you know, a lead or yeah, a landing product. page with a form, <laughs> yeah. book a consultation, exactly. and something like that. It's, it's it's also more creative in like the format of content, you know, right. formats like this and stuff. Um, we're I think we've covered this topic really well. I think you've given a lot of a, a great advice that can really help the audience, but I still see that like big hurdle for everybody out there that question or objection of like well what if I don't know what to talk about write about or whatever like how do I come up with ideas for content how do I do topic generation right how do I know what's going to resonate with my audience do you have any advice around like the types of content the types of topics people should be talking about like regardless sort of like format independent how would you handle that Right. And like, I get that question asked all the time. What should I do? What kind of content should I create? Right. So first of all, I would say 
talk about the content that you're most passionate about, right? If you like, if you love knitting, then talk about knitting. I mean, it just depends also how you want to structure your business, right? Sure. Do you have, is it just a hobby for you and you just really are passionate about knitting and you want to talk about it? Great. If you want to have, create a business about knitting, then talk about knitting, but then also have some sort of component of, of se selling products or selling sure. something in it, right? Instructional classes, yeah. education, something like the, that. Yeah, perfect. So, However, if I do build custom cabinets, I probably don't want to write about knitting, do I? Exactly. Yeah. So I would say whatever it is that you're either passionate about start with your service yep yeah okay. and then i would say the the one thing that i always recommend when it comes to especially with businesses is all businesses get frequently asked questions right so you are probably have spoken to your clients your customers and they are going to ask you the exact same question 50 times 50,000 times right yeah, like we'll hey see. how do i how do i use facebook to get bigger reach how do i use social media to engage with my audiences these are questions i get asked probably every day if not mm -hmm. every you know if not several times Cer a day certainly. so take those questions those frequently asked questions that your audiences ask you or your clients or your customers um, or your prospective customers and then make content out of that. That's perfect. It's <laughs> a really good tip. Uh, I think for me, the best way to come up with your content is go to your salesperson right? and ask them what are the questions you get asked during the sales process all the time, right? Because Absolutely. there's definitely uh, a consistent sort of set of questions, those frequently asked questions that, hey, you should probably consider answering those in the sales cycle, but you can also consider answering those before they even have those questions yeah. with all of this content. And now you're educating really without anything in expectation of in return and maybe even make the salesperson's job easier. You yeah. certainly make is the it, buying cycle easier, is right? It the, is marketing the, the really the method to make the salesperson's job easier, right? Is that what marketing is supposed to do? We're all here to serve sales. <laughs> Awesome, Gene. This is fantastic. Uh, I really appreciate you coming in. I appreciate you being a guest here. Thank now, you. The, the backside of this has helped me understand um, how someone might uh, be able to connect with you, learn more from you. Um, you got a book about this stuff. You post about this stuff all the time. You've got a very active podcast uh, as well. They can find you on social media, I presume. Yeah, all over social media. So if you just find Gene Ginsburg on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, it's all Gene Ginsburg. Uh, same thing with my website, geneginsburg.com. Um, my book is called Win New Customers, How to Attract, Connect, and Convert More Prospects into Customers in 60 Days Using Digital Strategies. I know that's a mouthful. <laughs> Seems relevant, though. Seems relevant. The tagline makes yeah. it a mouthful, Yeah, right? definitely. So Win New Customers, you can find that on Amazon. So yeah, I'd love to get in touch with you guys if you have any questions. I know that Eric, of course, can answer all these questions about social media and digital yeah. marketing, too. <laughs> we'll share all this stuff and link yeah. it all up. Uh, awesome. For those of you looking for new people to follow, great educational content, someone that's really sharp and to the point, I would highly recommend uh, giving Gina follow, uh, uh, consuming her content, could give you some ideation, could give you some ideas to, uh, for yourself, and certainly could give you some tips and recommendations on how to do any of the ideas you're trying to put to market a little bit better, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you very much, Gene. It's good to see you again. Yeah. Uh, it's great to be uh, friends as agencies and peers and stuff like that. Um, it's always good to get together and, and talk about the topics that we're passionate about. Geek out about all the stuff, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so thanks for coming into the agency. We'll uh, we'll go upstairs and introduce you to some of the crew that's around, and, awesome. and hopefully we'll see you again. Yeah, thank you. All right, see y'all. Okay, folks, and that does it for another episode of On The Fly. Thank you for joining us this week. And as always, if you have any questions about anything that Eric and Gene discussed, feel free to reach out to us at 303-945-4341. 
or visit us online at revenueriver.co. We hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll catch up with you next time on On the Fly.